This is Jensen, and you are listening to a Hint of Everything podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another week's episode. Happy day. Happy day, whatever day it is. I hope you're just living carefree, but like you care about what you care about, the important things, but you're not stressing about the things you don't need to stress about. If you are, go listen to the episode two weeks ago. What, what, I think that's when it was. Stopping your worrying. And also last week with Taylor, we talked about Lots of stress relief things. So if you're stressed right now in your life, maybe it's the start of a semester. Maybe it's the, maybe it's just a regular old day, but you're just stressed about all the things you got to do. Go listen to those episodes. I think it's episode 11, episode 12, or 10, 11. Honestly, I can't remember. I can tell you, you will feel a lot better after and you won't be stressed. You are going to be feeling easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl. I'm happy to be here. I hope you're happy to be here. I um, have a couple things to say. Let's start off with a peach. If you're new here, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. I I forget that there may be new people. If you're new here, every week we do a peach and sometimes a pit. I used to do a peach and a pit, but then I got to the point when I couldn't really think of a pit. And so now I'm just kind of like, I'm going to say a peach. And then if I have a pit, I'll share it. But if I don't have a pit, I'm not going to search through my life to find a pit. So I'm not going to try to focus on the negative, but the peach is pretty much the highlight of my week. Or if I have a guest on, the peach is the highlight of their week. So we're going to start off the peach and the peach of my week this week. It's not really a singular, particular situation. It's not, I didn't, nothing happened like specifically, but the peach, it's really been going on for like the last week and a half. And I don't even know how it started. And I wanted to share it because it has literally changed my outlook on life in so many ways over just the last two weeks. But I don't know. Maybe it'll go on for the rest of my life. It has nothing to do with the episode. It's kind of random. But all of a sudden, one day, like a week and a half ago, I was just thinking when I was doing something. I don't even remember what I was doing. And I was like, what would the best version of myself do in this situation? Or what would my ideal self do in this decision or in this situation. And then I did that thing. I think what it kind of comes back to, I don't know if you listened to my manifestation episode. Um, It was like my second episode I did, but I talked about visualization and like visualizing what you want to do and what you want to be. And so in this, this scenario I'm talking about, about asking yourself, what would my ideal self do? Or what would my, the best version of myself do in this situation? I visualize like Close your eyes and visualize what kind of person you want to be. What's your ideal self, your dream self? What do people see you as? What do you do every day? What do you look like? What clothes do you wear? What are the interactions you have with people? What do you spend your free time doing? Everything about this dream self of yours where it's like it's you, but it's just the best version of yourself. And just visualize it. And this is like the person you want to become. Like this is your, I don't know, this is your goal self. And create this vision in your head. Then when you go into literally like every decision you have in your life, if you go into each decision and you say, what would my ideal self do in this situation? At least when I do it, I make the best decision. It has literally like changed every decision that I have made in the last week and a half. And an example 
is the dream version of myself is to be like super well educated and smart and a person that reads a lot of books. This dream visualized Jensen. And so in the last couple weeks, there's been a lot of times where I've had free time or I've had quiet time or when I've been doing something, but I want to like play something at the same time, like a show or music. And then I think to myself, what would my ideal self do? And so I think to myself, well, my ideal self would read or listen to an audiobook. And so then I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to do what my ideal self would do. And then I go and I play an audiobook. And I've already finished like one and a half books because of this. And it's, it's awesome. I'm like, I don't even know if I would have chosen to listen to those audiobooks if I wouldn't have asked myself that question. Another example, there have been a couple mornings in the last week and a half that I've gotten up super early to go to the gym. Like when my alarm went off in that moment, I woke up and I just thought to myself, oh my gosh, I really want to go back to sleep because I'm so tired and it's just easier to press snooze. I don't want to like get up and put my clothes on and drive to the gym. It's really cold outside. It's snowing. It's just a hassle. But then literally in that moment, the question came to my head, what would the best version of myself do in this situation? And then without even thinking, I just would get up and just go to the gym and do whatever I was trying to do. And I like it a lot because it reminds me of David Goggins. If you don't know who David Goggins is, he's like this motivational speaker. He wrote a book. He's really intense. I think he was a, a Navy SEAL, He, but he has this whole book because he went through the Navy SEAL training like three times or something. And in the process, he broke both of his legs and he still ran on that. His story is crazy. He is so intense. He is the definition of hardcore. It Sometimes it's hard for me to listen to his books because he's just so like, just do it. This is that. Like he's really intense. But his whole thing that I really like is motivation is crap and there's no such thing as motivation. But it's true because motivation has ebbs and flows. Motivation comes and goes, but self-discipline and habits and things that you just tell yourself you're going to do, that's when you actually can accomplish your goals and get the things done that you want to get done because you're not always going to have motivation. If you are committing to yourself to go to the gym every morning at 5 a.m., you're not going to have motivation every day. You're probably hardly ever going to have motivation and it's really hard to build motivation in yourself. I mean, there's going to be times when you are motivated and you're excited to go. A majority of the time you're not. And so what gets you to actually go and be consistent is self-discipline. I've really liked asking myself this question, what would the best version of myself do in this situation? It's helped make the decision easier. It's helped the discipline part of things be easier because I don't even have to make the decision because it's like the decision is already made in my head. The best version of myself would do the thing that I'm not wanting to do or that I'm trying to motivate myself to do. So I just do it. Like I don't even think about it because the decision is already made. So... Yeah, I hope that whole little rant made sense. I just really wanted to share it because I've been thinking about it so much the last week, week and a half. It has nothing to do with today's episode and it might not even work for you. Honestly, I was talking to Cole about it and he's like, I don't really like that. He's like, I don't think that would work for me. And he had this whole explanation about it, which his, his explanation made sense, but I really like it and it's helped me a lot. So maybe... Maybe if you want to try it, you should. And literally use it for like everything. If you're going to try it out, try it out for every decision you make. If you're going to go to bed at a certain time, like you want to go to bed early, but you're like, oh, well, I could stay up and watch this show I really want to watch. Ask yourself, what would the best version of myself do? And then just do whatever you think the best version of yourself would do. And honestly, it doesn't just go for like fitness and health and education. It can go for being a nice, good, generous person. That's another thing. For example, I feel like I could always be a kinder, more loving person. And so 
in certain situations in the last week and a half, I've asked myself, what would the best version of myself do? And this version of myself that's really kind and giving and generous and loving, what would this version of myself do? And then it encourages me to go talk to a stranger or help somebody that I wouldn't think about helping somebody or like call somebody that I, and just ask how they're doing that I wouldn't normally call and ask how they're doing or just to reach out to somebody, that kind of thing. It can literally just apply to like every decision you make in your life. So yeah, sorry, that was such a long rant. I just, it, oh, I'm so passionate about it right now and I don't know why. It just like has changed the way I think about things, at least for the last couple weeks. So who knows how long it'll go on, but I really like it. If you try it, let me know. Let me know how it goes for you. Alrighty, you guys, let's get into it. So here's the thing. I... I don't know if I, I didn't know if I wanted to talk about this because I feel like it's kind of a boring topic. It's money. It's money, money, money. I feel like it's so important and there's just so many things that I've wanted to talk about, about money that I wish I could tell my younger self. And I've heard so many people in my life in over the last like few months talk about, oh, I need to budget better. I need to be better about saving money. And I feel like I have learned so much in the last couple years about money and about saving money and about budgeting that could help so many people. So I am just gonna, I'm just gonna get on here and just share a couple tips. Nothing crazy. If you hate it, tell me. If you wanna hear more about it and you wanna hear more tips and more things that I've learned or more things from other people about money, then let me know because I don't wanna talk about something that you don't wanna hear about. But if you learn something and you like it, then I will talk about it as much as you want me to. What I'm trying to say is give me feedback. If you want to hear more about money, then let me know. If you don't want to hear any more about it, let me know and I will just, I will stop talking about it. But I'm just going to share a couple things really quick because they've helped me so much and I think they could help so many of you out there. I just wish I could go back in time and tell myself these things. So first thing, budgeting. Budgeting is amazing. I love it. I love it so much and I love it because you can see exactly how much money you have and exactly where your money is going and I will say till the day I die everybody should have a budget no matter if you have a million dollars coming in every single month or if you have five hundred dollars coming in every month you should have a budget. With a budget you can spend your money on what you want to spend it on because you have your fixed expenses they're going out and then you know what money you have left over to spend on whatever you want. And then you portion it off into food and into gas and into all the other things. And then you can put that leftover money into the things you actually want to put it in. I don't even know if that makes sense. Everybody should have a budget. You can do it whatever way works best for you. I know there's some budgeting apps. Personally, I do not like the budgeting apps. I don't think they're very accurate. They, I think it kind of groups things improperly. Sometimes it'll be like, oh, you spent this much money at the grocery store. I'm like, well, I was spending that on gas or something. So it's like connected to the grocery store. So I don't like doing it that way. Personally, what I like to do is create an Excel spreadsheet. And then from that, put in my notes. I have a shared note with Cole. So we each have the same note on our phone and we can edit it. And it's like a Google Drive. Like we can edit the note from each of our phones and then it updates on the other person's phone and it shows how much money we have for food. So every single time we go out and get any kind of groceries or we go to lunch or 
one of us goes and gets gas, we put it in that shared note so we each know how much money we have left to spend on that one thing. And then we have our Excel spreadsheet like back at home on our computers that tells us exactly how much is going to each thing. But like our food expense, our gas expense, and our extra expenses, they're all right there just on our phone. And I guess you could have the Excel spreadsheet on your phone too, but I like doing it that way because then it's easier to see and it's easier just to update really quickly. But we track everything, like every single bit, even if I spend $2 on something or if he spends $10 on something, we track it. It's... For me, the more I track my budget, the more stress I don't feel. Like the more stress is taken away from me because I know exactly how much is coming out and there's no guessing. It's not a guessing game at all. You know exactly how much money is coming in and going out. First tip, always, always have a budget. Learn what works for you. Try different things. You'll find something you like eventually, but always have a budget. Alrighty, tip number two. So this kind of goes under the umbrella of budgeting, but it's more specific. So when you budget, you want to budget savings into your budget, but you want to, oh my gosh, how many times am I going to say budget? You want to have different types of savings accounts. And I learned this from this financial advisor that came to one of my math classes of all things back in high school. I think it was like my sophomore year, but he was telling us you want to have three different types of savings accounts. The first one is a retirement fund, and this is one you do not dip into. You have it for obviously when you retire, but this is like, you don't even look at it. You put money in it and you don't look at it anymore. That's, it's like it's gone. You just save it for retirement. The second savings account is your emergency fund or you call it like your rainy day fund. And this is if your washer or dryer breaks or if your car breaks down or you need new tires and you can't necessarily pay for it from your normal leftover money from after your fixed expenses and your food expenses and things like that and the things that you were planning out for each month that comes out of your emergency fund it's just like a peace of mind thing like when you have that emergency fund you don't have to really worry that you're going to be over budget for this month because you have that kind of as a background thing just in case a rainy day happens or an emergency happens you have your emergency fund the third i guess it's not really a savings account or like a savings pool to put a certain type of money into in your budget but it's mad money and it sounds really cheesy but it is so helpful it's really changed our budget since Cole and I have gotten married, it's changed the way we budget, but we've been on a very tight budget the last couple months because I'm the only one making money right now because he's in school. And so our budget has been a lot tighter than it has been in the past. And mad money is super awesome because it's, it's like free game money. I literally opened a separate checking account that we put money into every month. And obviously, depending on what your situation is in life, like your financial situation, you can put more or less money into mad money, but that is money you do not track. That is the money that you can spend on whatever you want. And so every month we each get mad money and depending on how much money we made that month, because I work hourly, so it differs every month. Sometimes literally your mad money for the month is $10 or sometimes it's $50. Like it changes every month, but it's just some money that you get to spend on whatever you want and it's not in the budget. You put it into the budget as mad money, but then you don't have to track it after that. And it makes things a lot more fun, especially if you're married and you're the one doing the finances or your spouse is the one doing the finances so that the other person feels like they have more control or they can spend money on at least something they want or they can save it over time and then spend it on something bigger. When you're married, if you're not married, I don't know if this will make sense to you, but when you're married, it's it's hard. It, like the whole money adjustment thing 
can be kind of tricky because it's like you've grown up and especially when you're a young adult, you have all your money coming in from your job or whatever and it's all yours. Like you don't have to share it with anybody else. But when you get married, things just change with expenses and you have more expenses and you can't just go out and buy a shirt that you want willy-nilly because then that's less money that your spouse has to spend on something. Like maybe they have to go buy new shoes or something because their shoes are, you know, worn out or, you know, you guys want to go buy groceries. It's like your money is shared now. And so it can be a little bit trickier to go out and if you want to go spend money on some new whatever, that mad money is so great because then you just, you don't have to track it. Okay, the next tip is notice the little things in your budget. So this one... I feel like I hear this all the time and it's a big thing for people that are coffee drinkers, but I noticed it with myself with protein bars. I used to buy protein bars every single day. I would at my gym, they have protein bars for sale and I would buy one a day every single day and it was like $2.50. So it's nothing crazy and it was coming out of our food budget every single month. So it was like, you know, it would just, it would be nothing like I'd have in my phone. Like I said before, I'd I track everything in the notes in my phone and I would just subtract that 250 every day and I was like, oh, it's not a big deal. And there's one day that I was thinking about it and I was like, oh my gosh, I am spending $72 a month. And then I, I was calculating it all out because like two or three dollars, if you do three dollars a day, that's $72 a month and $864 per year. And that's that's like almost a thousand dollars extra per year of something that's like not I mean, protein bars are good and they're like I it was like my little treat, but getting one every single day literally adds up so much over time. And that can go for people that drink coffee or that like to stop by the gas station and get a drink like a soda or something. It seems like such a little expense, but it can really add up over time. I'm not saying never do it, but just notice the little things like that. Those things can really dip into your money and make a big difference over time. So you just want to be aware of those things and having a budget, honestly, Keeping your budget really, I guess, tidy and being really aware of it and tracking everything helps you to notice those little things and then save that money over time. And then you have less money going out that you don't know where it's going to. Okay, next tip is, I hate this, I hate these words because I, I know it's like so overused now, but side hustles. But there are so many ways to make extra money if you're resourceful. And this goes back to my other podcast episode a few weeks ago about being resourceful there's just so many ways that you can make money besides your nine to five job. Literally, you can be creative with it. And one thing that I like to do, like ever since I was younger, I always have worked for my mom and not everybody has this opportunity and has like their parents or they don't, maybe, maybe their parents aren't around that they can ask to do extra jobs, but usually there's somebody around you that needs help with something or that doesn't want to do something and will pay somebody else to do it. For example, all growing up, I did ironing for my mom and I still do it to this day. And it's kind of funny because her and I have a joke that I will be 35 years old. I'll have kids running around and I'll still come over to her house and do her ironing because she'll pay me to do it and she doesn't necessarily always want to do it, but it's something that I don't mind doing and she'll pay me to do it. All growing up, I would also go help my grandma do her gardening stuff. Like there's just, there's always opportunities to make money or do like odd jobs for your neighbors or sell cookies or sell stuff on Facebook marketplace. Like 
or even sell your clothes on Instagram or sell them to Uptown Cheapskate or Play Those Closet or one of those like upcycling stores. Is that the word upcycling? Something like that. But the stores where you can sell your clothes. There's just so many ways to make money. I even have a friend and she gave me a great idea. She was telling me that literally what her job is, she's in school, but like what her part-time job is after school is cleaning houses. And all she did was post it on Facebook, like her neighborhood Facebook group. And then she had her mother-in-law post on her Facebook group as well. Or one of the Facebook groups she was a part of. And she said, my, my daughter-in-law is starting to clean houses. And then on her own, she said, oh, I'm starting to clean houses. Who wants me to come clean their house? Or like, is there anybody that wants their house clean? And then she had so many people respond. And now she just cleans houses and she makes a ton of money doing it. And it's not a big deal to her because she really likes cleaning and she just puts in her headphones and listens to music and goes and cleans and she makes like a decent amount of money doing it. You don't necessarily have to do something that you hate doing as an odd job. You just have to be creative in doing it and honestly just Google extra ways to make money and I bet you can find things. Okay, this little next tip is something that I have incorporated over the last year and it's been awesome and I'll tell you why. So I've tried out multiple different apps to make money I don't know if you've ever seen ads for things that are like, oh, watch an ad and make extra money or earn gift cards. Honestly, I've tried so many of those and they're not worth it. It's like you'll watch an hour worth of ads and get 50 cents on a gift card. Those ones aren't worth it. But the app that I use religiously that is awesome is called Ibotta. I-B-O-T-T-A. Any receipt that you get from a grocery store, you'll scan it into the app. And there's different promotions running for different stores. So I think ideally what they would want you to do, like the people who created the app, is before you go grocery shopping, you look at the app and you look at the store and what deals your specific store that you're going to has. But you get money back depending on what you buy. And sometimes you'll get up to like four or five dollars off and it just goes into this little like account. So you'll your account will start to build money and you can't withdraw anything till you get at least $20. So I've been doing it for like six months ish. And over the course of six months, I made like $55 from that. But the nice thing about it is it's just like a mindless thing. Like it's just an extra thing. I'm not, it doesn't take any time. You literally get home and you scan your receipt, which takes 30 seconds or less. And then it gives you money back. And it's just, it's like money that you're already spending on groceries that you're just getting money back. So it's basically free money. It's just one little way to, you know, get some extra cash, but it's awesome. So I definitely recommend downloading Ibotta. Okay, next thing is packing lunches and cooking at home. And I feel like so many people talk about this. If you want to save money, you got to do it. Like if you want to spend less money, so much money goes to eating out and food and you can save so much by cooking at home or packing lunches and not going out to lunch. Don't get me wrong. I love, there's so many restaurants that I love. It's more special when you go out less frequently. And when you make food at home, it's cheaper. A lot of times it's healthier. You can control so many more things. Packing lunch and eating at home is a great way to save money. Okay. And honestly, that is everything I have for that episode. I didn't want to make it too long because I know that money can be a really boring thing to talk about. And I hesitated recording this episode because I started recording it a few different times and I was like boring myself talking about it. But so many of the things are so helpful and money is just a thing that everybody stresses about and you don't need to stress about it. It's just a part of life and when you learn to manage it, 
and make it work for you instead of you being a slave to money, it can just make your life so much better. There are so many things that I wish I could just go back in time and tell younger Jensen that would change the way she sees money. When you're aware of how much money you're spending and when you do a few little easy things to help save money, it can change your life, seriously. So I hope this, I hope this helped. If you wanna hear more about this topic, we can talk about it, just let me know. I wanna talk about what you guys want me to talk about, so please give me feedback. Tell me what you like, tell me what you don't like, and I will take that into account and I will plan episodes around that. But I know this episode is kind of shorter than usual. Short and sweet, but thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to follow the Instagram, the Hint of Everything podcast for updates and behind the scenes and give me feedback and for fun little polls and questions and things like that and things that I'll include in the episodes. So give it a follow. We have some exciting things coming up in the future, Um, a few fun guests, so stay tuned. Make sure to listen every Thursday. If you haven't listened to the past few episodes, go get caught up because they're all fun. They're all fun. Um, Don't forget to rate and review. Leave a review. If you leave a review, oh my goodness, you are my best friend and I love you. Other than that, have a great rest of your day. Keep being you. Keep being awesome. And I love you. See ya. Oh, shoot. There's your hint of everything. Okay, see ya. Bye.